<laughs> Hello and welcome to part two of the Christmas special. Today we'll be answering your questions, but before we get stuck into that, we just have to let you know that the knickers have arrived. We Woo-hoo! got knickers. We're very excited about the knickers. I was beginning to think so Sarah had an imaginary excited. knicker company. <laughs> I was beginning to think it was never going to happen. <laughs> but we do, we have knickers. Oh my God, me too. But they have actually arrived. Well, I say that the Spanish contingent have arrived and the UK ones are on their way to the UK. So the official shop will open mid-Jan. Um, but we've got a giveaway going on right now on all our social media channels. So if you're following us on Facebook or on Instagram or LinkedIn or on Twitter, just started to profile there, we've got a giveaway happening. So we'd love to get six pairs of knickers out there for free. So if you'd like to enter, yeah, just, just visit our page and tag a friend who you think um, deserves these knickers, why they're brave. Tag as many as you like. We'll pick three winners. <laughs> random and then yeah they'll them and their friend will win a pair of brave bird knickers yeah i'm excited about this we've actually divided this part two up into two parts so there's going to be part two and part three because we got some brilliant questions through from you guys um and it took us a while to answer them so we thought rather than make a super long episode we've divided it into two for your listening pleasure um, yeah. <laughs> listening pleasure. Love it. Yeah. And as, as you're listening in, maybe some of the questions could be relevant to you too. I was thinking you could also think in your head maybe what you'd answer to them. Because, um, yeah, they got us thinking, didn't they? Mm. They were good. They really yeah. got us thinking. Yeah, well, there's a reason why it took so long. Because we didn't shut up for quite a long time, did we? We kept going. It was good. True. All right, so on to Christmas special part two. Welcome to the Brave Bird Club podcast. My name is Sarah Oakley. And my name is Lucy Burgess. This show is all about courage, hope, pants and pants. So pull up your Brave Bird pants and let's get talking. Should we go on to some oh, of by the, the way, by the way, from our listeners? Yeah? I didn't drink it all. What's that? Tequila. Oh, tequila. Okay, so what's the, what, what are the words you're going to have? They're going to make you take a shot. Um, bollocks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's start then. Bollocks. <laughs> there you go, got to a shot now. <laughs> oh God, did I, I do might, it? Um, oh, you did it! Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> I'm going to keep the. I'm going to keep, and I'm not doing full shots because it's. I'll. I'll end up. Right, ready? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Here we go. Here's our first question. Oh, she's given us two questions. From Rosie, how would you describe your 2021 in three to five keywords? Mm. Okay, you go first. If you, can you think of some? No. Um, I can. 
I can. Okay. 2021, three words <clears throat> have been loving, scary, uplifting. Oh, oh God, I said I couldn't, I can't. Well, that's three. That's three. You've got three. Okay. Mine would be... Mm. <laughs> Innovative. Innovative. I have, I have got a bit of my brain frog from the coast. Brain frog. You've got brain a brain frog. frog. <laughs> well done. From I don't think many so people have had brain frogs. I'd, I'd phone Boris Johnson ASAP and let him know there's a new symptom. Watch out for the COVID brain frog. <laughs> frog so rosy i can't even think what's happened in 2021 okay you've set up a business okay so um fun yeah challenging yeah loving there you go there's been a lot of love this year Mm, yeah there really has that's it it's been a, why do I say those words? I mean, it's been, it's funny because it's like you can speak to me one day and I'm like, oh, it's been a great year. And then another day when I'm feeling a bit rotten, I'm like, oh, that was a challenging year. It's weird how your mindset changes from moment to moment. But I suppose challenging, it's just the ongoing challenge of my husband's illness and my son's illness. Um, but yeah, we've had so much love as usual, like mm. in our family. We've had family to stay over the summer. We had... Um, Joe's cousin Adam and Katie and their three kids stay with us for 10 days including one-year-old twins that was so hectic but was so <laughs> lovely. that was such a highlight you know it's like I've had a lot of yeah a lot of love from the right people so I've been really lucky for that I've become more aware of who I've got around me mm. definitely yeah I'd say that's over the past couple of years yeah, me too. Because her second part of her question, which kind of links in, she said, what will you do to step out of your comfort zone and be brave in 2022? Good question. Oh, God. Well, I would say it's going bigger and braver with this. Because mm. we've already, so we're becoming more visible, right? And there are more people listening to us and getting to know us. And like, mm. that is a brave thing to do. And as we discovered you know, not every feedback is going to be positive and not everyone is going to like you or support you on your path. So being brave is still knowing that there's enough passion and drive and value behind what we offer to keep going at it. I'd like to have more speaking opportunities. I'd like to, I used to do some speaking a few years back before kids I'd like to do that and I think that's always quite brave because it's terrifying and then you've done it and then you get a nice sense of achievement I like to do have a bit more adventure like bravery in terms as I don't know I quite I'm a bit of an adrenaline junkie and I haven't done that kind of stuff for a few years so I'd like to get some of that in somehow Mm. whether it be like jumping off rocks or climbing up walls or something or just anything I mean I'm lucky my physical body I never did yeah well I've got a body that's able to do it yeah, no, I'm so allergic to horses. So that's the kind of thing I want to do. <laughs> Bravery. <laughs> to be brave. Um, mm. Yeah. And I think it's putting myself in, I think as well, like for us, I'm looking forward to putting ourselves, or putting myself in spaces which feel a little out of reach. Yeah. Kind of work-wise. 
Yeah. I want to speak with people who I feel like I'm not worthy to speak to. I want to like um, sell you be and make there. loads of money. Mm. Yeah, mm. I want to be there. I want to, yeah, and make, sell knickers and like make loads of money for charity, make an amount that we didn't oh. think was possible, like really do ourselves proud. Yeah. We're going to have to be brave to do that. I heard what Sunny said. We're going to have to be annoying but not rude. <laughs> God, I, I just yeah. love the kid. I love him. <laughs> Um, it's funny yeah what about you what are you planning for bravery in 2000 and where are we 2000 I've told you I've got a mind frog 2020 year we're in I I I, yeah no I'm I'm kind of the same sort of thing I'm quite um focused on uh progressing it for us for Mm. for for the charity for the people that could benefit from it um, mm-hmm. I feel that we've got, you know, we've got something that a lot of people will benefit from. And I think we'll benefit from it. I really do. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, you know what? The first thing that springs to <laughs> the first thing that springs to mind when I think about, you know, our, the business in the next year is is the whole kind of the logistics. I think that's where we're going to have to be brave. Getting the stuff yeah. literally out there. No, I feel okay with that. I feel like I can hold you in that. It's going to be all right. I suppose it's because we're setting high standards on ourselves as well. Part of <clears throat> selling the underwear is we want to have really high customer standards. So the customer experience is really mm. good mm. Um, mm. and is slightly different to what other people are doing. You're not just getting sent a pair of knickers. You're you know, joining the community. You're getting handwritten letter. Like they're coming with a good... It's more than knickers. It's more than just a pair of knickers. So, you, so yeah, we've got it, but we've got to put things in place to get that right. But it's a learning curve. It's like anything. It's like Brené Brown's. It, I don't know if you've ever heard of Brené Brown or like she's got a podcast and she always talks about fucking first times. Excuse my language, but it's like <laughs> whenever you do anything for the first time, it always goes a bit pear shaped. Like when we first tried yeah. to do this podcast, oh my god, you know. And when we've done other stuff, it's like just fucking first time. So it's not going to be right right at the start, but we're going to get there. Yeah, no, I agree. Fuck, I like yeah. that. No, that's good. Um, yeah, I think we will get there. It's just, um, yeah. Anyway, it's exciting. It's exciting. This next year is going to be exciting and fun. So exciting. Yay! Okay, I've got a question from Fran next. Fran! Sometimes life feels like a constant routine of to-dos. What would you suggest to try and allow some personal space, mindfulness and rest? What a great question. Stop booking stuff in. Mm. I've said this before. I think... (laughs) The thing is, when you... I mean, Fran's got a full-time job. She's got an amazing job. She's doing really well for herself. Anyway, she, she's still got a young child, a full-time job, a house to look after, mm. shops to do. It's absolutely exhausting. I think you hit a point when your kid gets slightly older, when you can have more freedom. Like now, both of us can say to our kids, go up and watch TV and we'll record this. You know, I can make themselves mm. a sandwich. You don't have do, to have an eye on them. Yeah, yeah. And it just gets easier, but oh my God, it went from babies through to those early stages. I think it just is exhausting. And I think it the is answer exhausting. is if you can, ask for help. Mm. Ask for help. And also, Absolutely. 
I mean, I I know for this probably won't apply to Frank as her and her partner, you know, split quite well split in what they do. But for a lot of other couples, I think it's also making sure that the dynamics right that mum gets because sometimes dad can get time off and mum doesn't. So actually mm. asking for it and taking it when it comes to the weekend, like, look, I've got this party and this thing and a present to buy for this and an outfit for this. You do these two, Outsource. I do these two. Yeah, Outsource, to, and, and not just to partners. Some, and also, I suppose, you know, there are mums out there doing it on their Family, own. Family, Bloody well, you've done it on your own for a bit. Just, uh, that's well, it, outsourcing, ask for help as much as you can. And take people up on it. I mean... How many how many of us have gone, oh, no, it's fine, I'll be fine. And you don't. You don't. You don't take people up on it. But I think it's really important to say, actually, uh, yeah, I could do with a hand now, please. Um, yeah, can you take Betty to the party on Saturday? It can, can always you, be. Exactly. Betty. Can you bring uh, Betty? I don't know. Can you bring Betty home from school? Can you... Oh yeah, because yeah. but I think also it's a mind it's a mindset where recognizing that you are really important and mm. you need to value to set your the time. right example for your you need to value time and value yourself and invest in yourself and it sets an amazing precedent for your kids for them to see you respecting yourself and taking time for you and doing things mm. that you love. Um, I mean, there's also the simple analogy, like when you're in a plane and they talk about the air, the oxygen mask going down, always put your own one on first. Like give yourself the oxygen, give it to you first, and then you're better able to look after other people. So I think it just has to be. One, it's difficult and I understand it's difficult. In some people's situation, they have less time in the day than others. And I get that. So I'm, you know, I'm not trying to pretend that it's easy. This is not. And some people have it harder. But finding spaces wherever you can, to yeah value yourself and ask for help and in terms of what were the last two things she said about personal space mindfulness and rest maybe it's booking a class you know investing in like a yoga class investing or in your massage time or a or or taking yourself to a forest nature just really I was say, it doesn't you know, even have to be that thought out day. does it definitely and i think as well what they say is in terms of um appreciation and gratitude right you're not suddenly going to become grateful for your whole life and everything that's going on because I'm sure that things go going on that you aren't so great but what you can do is find moments so like I'm grateful to be chatting to you today I'm grateful I could sit over on the sofa look over and see my kids chatting and smiling away and that was a real moment and I took it and I saw it now if I'd been stressed like I was earlier hurrying around thinking if we got time for them to chat or are they hungry or I still need to load the dishwasher I need to do the washing I wouldn't have seen those moments so I think if you can take those moments they're there every day nice sky uh smiling kid I don't know just yeah even things yeah, are really I shit. Know. there are a couple of nice things that happen do you get what I'm saying I've thought absolutely well I've thought about this in the past and I think I think you can get really wrapped up in in searching for the for the amazing, when the amazing is yes. seeing your children's happy, you know you you spend so much time and energy searching for the magic that actually you can't see it because the things that are magic are the things that we see every single day, even even the the thick dark mist that was over our house for a full day yesterday was weirdly beautiful. You know, it's not just that. 
seeing the dog running or or just something something and if you're so busy looking past it you're never going to make make the most of it yeah and a simple practical tip for that is just to shift your gaze so like you can shift your perspective by just looking up slightly more they've shown it posturally and like attitude wise it will help your disposition so just look up so when you're out start looking up notice the sky notice the things around you not down Mm. so maybe you know that could help you see some moments as well that's certainly something to try yeah Love yeah. that question. Brilliant question. That was a good that was a good one. Okay. That was a good one. Hope that was helpful. Um, on to the next one. Oh, it's Lindsay and she's given us three. First one was to me. It says, yeah. What's the most unexpected thing about being an expat? Tampons have a different name. Do you know what it is? What? When I used to live in England and there'd be people who were from different countries who come to live there mm. and they're English. Mm. Um, you know, they wouldn't be fluent in English. I never even thought to try and put myself in their shoes. And now I have a complete understanding of what it's like to be in a group of people where you don't speak and not language. understand a fucking word. Yeah, that's quite scary. Yeah. And so now I look back and I think, why didn't I make more of an effort with, you know, some of the mums in Watford? Because you kind of think if they don't start a conversation, you don't keep going. But actually, I found people do come to me and start slowly. And I can, you know, my, it's getting a lot better. I can hold conversations just about now. But it's taken me, what, a couple of years. So, um, yeah, just trying to put yourself in other people's shoes and what it feels like. And for me, I made the decision. I chose to come here. Whereas other people mm. move out of necessity. They start a new life mm. or they need to move for financial family reasons or escape. You never know why someone might have moved to another country. And to be there and to not have the, the general language as their first language. I think that was it. It was really interesting. Okay. Oh, this one's for Lucy. She warned this one's a bit of a heavy one. So is how do you manage your experience and relationship with your ex and his role in your daughter's life? Um, I am as black and white as I can be. And um, as far as communication goes, it's, it's best kept business-like. It is difficult, and I, I'm convinced it's as difficult for him as it is for me, because we're both very, very, very different people. Whether I agree with them or not, I think his fears, as far as he's concerned, are relevant. So I have to try and respect that, regardless if I don't like it or don't agree with it. It is still something I have to kind of swallow. So it is minimal it is business-like and it is absolutely faff-free as far as I'm concerned. I can't speak for him. Um, and also realising that my experience isn't the same as my children's experience and their opinions aren't my opinions and allowing them to have their own feelings and have their own views without letting me cloud them. I've been guilty of it. I know I have. Because there's a lot of anger there and there's there's a lot of pain. And I think that it's really easy to project that. I think you project it onto everyone around you, whether you know it or not. Um, And I know full well I've been guilty of it. 
I've done it out of anger, I've done it out of frustration, I've done it out of not knowing what else to bloody do. So, you know, I've given myself a bit of a slap for that. Um, And I've tried to to just allow, allow opinions and feelings to happen organically rather than forcing them. I shouldn't have to tell anybody else how they feel about anyone else. It's their feelings. Also, I deal with it through trusting my child. I trust. She is emotionally intelligent enough and she is strong enough to talk to me. And that's something I have... And that's something I haven't trusted in the past. I haven't trusted that in the past. I put words in her mouth because I was trying to kind of understand what was going on. You know, I'm saying, you know, is this that? Is this that? Is this that? Just trying to kind of figure it all out. And it's, it's it's just not the way children think. It's just not the way they they function. So I've done a lot of um, yeah, I've done a lot of telling myself off, and I've done it. I, I know I've been I haven't been great at all of that, but it's 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 a bloody there's no there's no book to tell you how to do it. That's for sure. I think you're doing such a good so there job. There you go. Okay, trying. She says with a bottle of tequila next to her, and the dog chewing the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, she gave a like more light-hearted one as well. She said, "When are you planning okay. to restart your hair modeling career?" <laughs> I thought I was so fit. <laughs> I really did. You are fit, Lucy. See, I thought the sun shone out of my own ass for a really long time. <laughs> Those pictures were awesome. I remember you you doing your modelling. You'd just strike the pose, wouldn't you? You would pull it out. The problem was I looked a lot older than I was, so it got me in a few pickles. Mm. It did get me in yeah. a few pickles. I'll start on the next question. From Claire. Worst funniest Christmas party story. Ooh. That night I pulled that girl's top off was a Christmas night. What? Uh, local club in Sirencester called The Rock. Yeah. Oh, God, that's t- <laughs> Right. <laughs> I love this story. <laughs> I'm laughing, you haven't even started. Okay. Right, you're going to start talking about that and I'm going to go get myself a shot of cough syrup. Okay. <laughs> I story. was, <laughs> I was fit. I was really fit and I could do pull-ups and I had a six-pack and I was really light and I was really muscly. And so I was dancing in in the little club, what is uh, The Rock, and uh, a friend of mine who was very tall said, hey, jump up and we could dance together. And so I, I jumped up and it was at one point it was quite a low ceiling and I was on his shoulders and he was tall. And I remember thinking this is slightly dodgy. And then as we were dancing, I slipped and it was definitely, I think it was at Christmas. It was Christmas. And I slipped, and as I slipped, on the way down, as well as many arms running in to try and catch me, uh, I pulled someone's top off. And I didn't pull it off to the point of them being able to sort of doctor it and put it back together and cover them again. I pulled it clean off. (laughs) 
So I, I was on the floor, on the dance floor in the rock with the whole place looking at me and this girl with no, the front of her T-shirt having been ripped <laughs> You know, I saw her around. I saw her around afterwards. I never knew her name, but you know what it's like in a small town. You know, you know people, but you don't know yeah. them. And I saw yes. her around afterwards, and I remember sort of giving her a look, sort of saying, "Thaws, <laughs> sorry about that." <laughs> um, and she just she hated me with all her heart. You could see it. Okay, we definitely owe that girl some knickers. So wherever you are, if you're listening, we got some knickers here waiting for you. She's probably got me on a list somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. That, the rock was a classic place though because it had it had a pole no no that was a tin can the tin can had a had a, a stripper pole it was no that oh it did the rock had a stripper pole it this did. rock had a stripper but pole. later on it, but that came mm. later on oh. i remember i remember going around that stripper pole thinking i was well fit yeah honestly i spent a long time being really convinced <laughs> I remember also the moment realising that I can't dance. <laughs> For years. <laughs> For years I've been oblivious. Right? I've been totally oblivious to the fact I can't dance. And I went on this theatre <laughs> theatre trip. <laughs> I went on this theatre trip to London. And we went into this club and it was bloody ridiculous. It was, you know, like 10 quid a pint sort of bollocks. And we were there. So we were there. And, By the way, um, you just said bollocks. I know. I'm on it. Um, so we were there and we were, and this guy was dancing on his own at the, dan- at the dance floor. And I thought, oh, poor fucker. You know, go and, go and dance with him. I thought, hey, I've had a couple. I'm off. And everyone in the club was just creasing themselves, absolutely creasing themselves. And they were creasing themselves. I thought, I thought they were laughing at him. Mm-mm. It was me. It was me. <laughs> and it was really funny. I said, I remember when the penny dropped, I thought, oh, okay, I look like a twack um, dancing. I felt sad for about 30 seconds and I thought, wicked, I look like a twat dancing. They were laughing at your dancing. Did you not know? Yeah, the whole club. There must have been 100 people in there, not dancing, <laughs> watching me dance. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. I love that. So I've come right. to the conclusion that it's my superpower. Okay, and yes, it is. Right, I've got another question from Claire. This is a really good one. If you could get anyone to wear Brave Bird pants, who would it be and why? Oh, I know who mine is. Go on then. I've got to Google her last name. I've got loads. Really? I've definitely got a top one. I mean, firstly, I'm really excited about our friends wearing them. I yeah. just that gives me a real buzz because it's like obviously I've picked friends who I think are really brave and I really respect and I really love. So I'm really excited about them wearing pants. So like yeah. you know no, I am. all my best friends. I'm really, really excited about that. 
obviously people, then there are people who we've come into contact with since we started this, who have taken an interest and people we've been talking to on Instagram and have these amazing stories of what they've been through. Like all those women, I'd love to see them in the pants. Then, yeah, in terms of You just want to see lots of ladies in knickers. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I suppose Daisy May Cooper would be a good one because she's a siren girl, right? Oh, uh, she's a you siren know, she's girl. She's from Siren Sister Like yep. Us and she's hilarious and she's smashed it. And I feel like she'd mm. be a really cool person to wear the pants. Perhaps I'd like? love her in the pants. Um, Fern Cotton, I'd love to wear the pants. Fern Cotton. Because, Rihanna. Because I think... Rihanna, I'd love to wear the pants. Who else? <laughs> oh, Dame Julie Walters. And that's a maybe possibility because we know people who know people. It's more than so a she, maybe. Okay, we're going to go she for that. She, she is wearing the pants. She is Because she's the, <clears throat> um, what's it called? Again, okay, I've got my Patron. Brain what is she? Thank you. <laughs> she is the patron of my sister's house. So she's friends with yeah. Julie. Okay, Julie. so... Yeah, so we'd love a little bit of le- obviously, little bit of wee leakage here. But I, can I say mine because I'm going to pop if yeah, I yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, okay. go. Miriam Morgaloy, Mor- Miriam <laughs> Morgaloy, Margaret. I've loved her for years, and I've never been able to pronounce it. But she is the most favourite human being in my life, including my beautiful partner and children and dog. She's on top of my Christmas tree. <laughs> I just think okay, she's so the most if anyone human if being. anyone listening knows her or bumps into her in a toilet randomly at any stage in the next few years take after her. hearing this, steal her, bring her to Lucy's house. I, oh no, I'd never let her out. I'd never let her never out. Let, no, serious. She's serious so- no, if you know her, let's make Lucy's dream come true. I want to be Someone her. must know her. Okay. Okay, so she's one. Who else would we like I love to her. Did you... Did, no, sorry, we're going to go back to Miriam. Did, hang on. Okay, did you go, go through all those links I sent you to do with Miriam? I saw who she was. I didn't watch it all, but she looks but awesome. Didn't, and didn't I watch it, fully respect her and I'm part of the kidnap crew to try and get her to your house. <laughs> I told you to fall in love with her. Who else? Who, oh, there are just so many people I'd love to wear the pants. Dawn French, Jennifer Saunders. Oh, yeah. I heard an interview with Vesta Ranson the other day, and she's really cool. She's just... Oh, yeah, she one is of the cool. Favorite. Yeah, she's amazing. And she's set, You know, she set up Childline. Mm. She's just done Silverline. Have you heard I had no line? idea. Okay, so basically, it's like a... It's for old same people. thing, a phone line for, old, for elderly people who are lonely. And I was like, you're just amazing. Love her to do it, wear them. Um, who else? Judy Dench. We've got we've got a fantasy, we've got a fantasy list. We have, we have. Let me find the list. Oh yeah. Alright, whoever we've gets it first has to do a shot. Whoever gets okay, it first okay, has okay. to do a shot. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. What's it called? I do. I do. I'm not going to tell you because that means. Oh, what's it called? Fantasy. Guess. Fantasy podcast. Okay. Julie Walters, Daisy May Cooper, Joanna Lumley, Dawn French, Jennifer Saunders, Katie Price. Katie, we forgot her last name, but it's Piper. 
uh, Ferncott and oh, yes. Jess Glynn, Katie Turnstill, Miriam Rose, because I can't say her name, Florence out of Florissant Machines, uh, the lady out of Liberty X that had her breasts removed that seems amazing, Angelina Jolie, yeah. Adele, Madonna, Sarah Milligan, and that uh, female impressionist on Flo- on Flubhouse. <laughs> I've got Flubhouse. an excuse. I've had, I've had tequila. Hold on, hold on. There's more. Uh, Kathy Burke, Michelle Obama, Beyonce, Florence Given, Porna Bell, Nude Yoga Girl, Holly Tucker, Jen- Jessica Ennis, Jessica Ennis, Judy Dench. You're right. So if anyone knows any of those guys, yeah, hook us up. Yeah. We'll reach them. And then it's all written down. I have, yeah. Yeah. Maybe not all of them, but at least some of them. No, I reckon you need to pull your finger out with Rihanna because she fancies Joe. The thing is, she's, we are not, we might get her on, mm, the podcast is a better chance than her wearing the knickers because she's got her own underwear brand. So she's not going to put us on, ours on. Yeah, but it's for charity. It's charity. Okay, next question. That was a great question. Thank you. That was a good one. Oh, Okay. Well, I've got one. Oh, yeah. The Die Hard question from Sam Butler. Do you want me to read it out? In Die Hard, why does purportedly German terrorist Hans Gruber repeat the command, shoot the glass in English after his German henchman Carl fails to understand the first time in his native language? Mm. It's because... I, I... I'm out. It, the film was really the film, although it's a very good yeah. film. And I appre- what's that? What are you drinking? It's like this weird Is it like, herbal thing. Is it whiskey? No. Oh fuck's sake! No. Just put some whiskey and honey and lemon in it. Anyway, I haven't got any so, whiskey. Oh, what was I saying? <clears throat> oh yes. So he's panicking, and he's been speaking in English the whole film, majority of it. So before he's falling to his death, he's just going with what's been easiest over the few months, hasn't he? And also the film, although it is very good, um, it's a Christmas classic. It is a Christmas classic, whether you like it or not. Um, and mm-hmm. no one can beat a bit of Die Hard. <coughs> yeah. All that. Yeah. Can't deny it. Um, it's a bit of a shit film. So they won't have thought these mm. things through. They won't be thinking about the German watchers or Sam Butler. Yeah. Well, there you go, Sam. There's your answer. Well, thank you so much for those questions. We've got a load more questions that we're going to answer for part three. I think in future also we'd like to have your questions because I think we really enjoyed answering them. So I think if anyone would like to send in any questions that they'd like us to answer, um, or just things they would like to say then you know give us a bell as lucy said yeah reach out to us keep the questions coming we'll we'll keep yeah we'll keep answering them why not all right so we'll take a break now and see you back in part three of our christmas special bye bye Thank you so much for joining us today. To show us some support and help us reach more people, please leave us a review. And why not recommend us to a friend? And remember, the conversation does not end here. We're excited to get to know you and for you to mix and find inspiration within our Brave Bird community. Find us below by clicking on the links to our socials. Thanks again for listening, guys. And don't forget, wherever you go, 
always wear your brave bird knickers. <laughs> 